Right. Hello. Yes, I know. It's the start of a podcast and you just want to get straight into it. But if you like this podcast, chances are you're probably going to like other podcasts made by Lush. Such as Tiny Revolutions, a podcast in which Tiff Stevenson interviews comedians like Sarah Pascoe and Nish Kumar about how comedy can be a force for social change. You can find it wherever you find podcasts, and chances are if you're listening to this, you're pretty good at the whole finding out where podcasts are thing. But as well as here, you can find podcasts by Lush on the Lush Player app. Okay, I'm done. Happy listening! Hello and welcome to the Lush Podcast! Woo! I'm your host, Nola Davies, and in this episode I'm joined by the marvellous, the wonderful, Olivia Graham. This episode is about bathing. The art of, how we bathe, our favourite products, and lots of other lovely things. In this episode, we include clips from We the Bathers, a new film commissioned by Lush to explore the art of bathing cultures around the world. FYI, this is a spoiler alert. We talk in depth about the film in the podcast, so feel free to search for the film first. The second clip is from Jack Constantine, talking about the development of the Harajuku bath bombs. And the third clip is from Meet the Makers, a beautiful series that explores the lives and personalities behind the people that make all of our beautiful Lush products. So enjoy the podcast. Please like, link, subscribe, share all the things and have a great day. Thanks so much for tuning in. So welcome to episode three Mm -hmm. of the Lush podcast. This episode, we're going to talk about... It's highly caffeinated. It's highly caffeinated, as always. Um, You're all very welcome. Um, This episode is about bathing. Ah. The reason we're talking about bathing is because it's the Bath Bomb's 30th birthday. Woo! Happy birthday, the Bath Bomb! And since the humble butterball, right through to the experimenter, there's been a wild lot of bath bombs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wild lot of them. And recently, there's been a whole new exciting Harajuku range, which is really diverse and colourful and amazing. Um, yeah, we've come on quite a journey with the with the humble bath bomb. You and I personally have been on the bath bomb journey. <laughs> I feel like my life's a bath bomb journey working for Lush. Every day is a sparkly journey full of joy. So, Olivia. Yes, here I am. Here you are. Bathing means so much more than just taking a bath. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. So I did some research. Facts. Facts. This is the Science fact section. with Nola. Um, I did some research and I found out that bathing cultures generally across the world, bathing can mean lots of different things. So bathing can be like having a bath or sunbathing or sea bathing. Ah, sunbathing. Yeah, or like showering is also like seen as bathing because you're cleaning oneself. But what? But how does it work with the sun? You're basking in something. I think bathing generally oh. means like basking or immersing yourself in something. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, this is quite a personal question. <laughs> okay, no, I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> but what is like your... No, you can't have my number. Oh, I, I've already got it. Too okay, bad. Anyway. Um, what's your bathing preference? For speed, I get a, sh- I get a shower like to wake me up, basically. Mm. It's not really about getting clean. It's about becoming a human being. Mm-hmm. So... Shower and coffee is a, a bit of a life ritual of mine. Okay. And I, I like a bath, but only really in the evenings. I can't, I can never really f- justify. I don't, I, I don't know why. 
What's why would you get one in the day? It doesn't make any sense. See, I'm like the opposite. Mm. I'm the opposite person to you. I love a day bath. I go to the bath for somewhere to sort of escape melt away worries. It's more than just washing for me. And it's really about... This has become a, a psychology podcast. It really has. It's about 15 to 20, maybe 30 if I've got the time, minutes. Preferably in the morning after I've done my yoga. And I just take the time and it sets me up for the day. Really, really hot a bath. bath in the morning. Yep, hot, hot bath. Soak away all the stresses, all the worries. And I almost feel like cleansed and reborn. In your house, was it a thing? You had like a weekly bath. Yeah, like on a Sunday. It was a Sunday night. What was that program called? The Bill. Oh, no. Not the bill. Heartbeat. Heartbeat. Ah! Why do you miss when my baby kisses But this, the song even now provokes intense, like, fear of going back to school <laughs> yes. and just the reminder that you haven't done your homework. Yep, yep. But sitting in front of the um, plastic fireplace with the three bars mm. and... We had, like, weird ornaments. We did too. Like Are little, we? Uh, did Are you, you my sister? <laughs> you are my sister in so many ways um so yeah bathing it brings a lot of like connotations of emotions memories feelings a lot of different people do it different ways yeah um I do have um an interesting potential fact well it's 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 a potential fact because I don't know if it's real or not okay but I struggle with sleep so once you start talking about how you struggle with sleep then uh like everyone it's like have you tried so I've got like a large back catalogue of ways to help you sleep one of them is a hot bath or shower before bed sound Mm -hmm. then got told the reason it helps you sleep is it raises your body temperature then as your body temperature cools you naturally start to relax and it's convenient if you're doing that in bed to help you sleep I read there's an article on the website that Amy Shepard wrote. When I say the website, I mean the Lush website. Um, <laughs> the worldwide the website. The worldwide website. Um, and she put in the article, there's like the details of, of like the perfect temperature of a bath. And apparently it's like simulating your body temperature. So around 36, 37 is like the perfect temperature for a bath for 36, humans. I don't, what's 36, 37 more? Degrees. Oh, thanks. Still means nothing. <laughs> is that like the temperature that it is? That's the temperature your body should be when you're healthy and well. And apparently that's the perfect temperature for a bath. But whenever I knew we were going to be talking about bathing and baths and such, I did a bit of research into like bathing and different cultures that bathe differently. What I found was that it's very different in every country you go to. Mm -hmm. And conveniently enough, whenever Lush were opening Lush Harajuku, it's like a completely bath bomb shop so they don't sell any other products apart from bath bombs like the brand team did a lot of research into this into the different cultures and why we bathe and blah 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 blah. and found that from the research it was so interesting that they wanted to make a film about it and it's called we the bathers ah which is currently like a hashtag that we're using to bring the community together to talk about different types of bathing Bathing. and is that where there is some copy that is we run the bath yes yes i love that i love it i love it (laughs) Yeah, so the film is um, the film is being premiered in the Bake Street office uh, in Soho in London on the 20th of June and then it will be published online on the 21st of June. So I thought we could listen to some of the audio oh, and chat about it. Makes sense. Um, so the film, basically it takes the viewer on this sort of journey across the world through a unique intimate series of biographical vignettes. So it's lots of little Whoa. snippets of different people's 
like bathing rituals and routines um but it's really immersed in the culture and the society in which that person's from it explores lots of things that we should be having conversations about but also I think the reason that maybe the reason we're not talking about bathing is because we're not talking about bodies yes you always segue into my next point it's like you read my mind oh it's like you tell me what's coming (laughs) (laughs) well basically the film has a lot of nudity in it and it's 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 really beautiful and it does make you look at bodies and and question lots of things about yourself and other cultures and it's it's amazing um it's directed by phoebe armstein and she sort of in how she's directed it she sort of holds up this mirror uh to this contrasting collection of lives and and it really invites audiences to consider their own bathing rituals and um yeah because i'd never even thought about until you asked me then yeah and their own identity and and why we bathe and how we bathe and i think when you start to be mindful of it it's like anything you know if you take it for granted it's something you just do and are not mindful of so like acknowledging your privilege and even being able to bathe you know i know that i don't always like a bath bomb Mm -hmm. crazy good advertising for me here (laughs) but um i know that i don't always like a bath bomb because once in work in winter i was like we're never alone with our bodies in winter at all like it's too cold to be you go from bed to like a dressing gown in the shower out the shower or whatever so i stopped using bath products in the bath because i was completely alone with my body and i just oh, needed you could that see. time yeah. yeah yeah and now sometimes i do use a bath bomb cuz i'm i'm like more connected with the fact that i need to have time to connect with my body when i'm not wearing any clothes and when i'm wearing clothes mm-hmm. so and i knew that because i worked in a shop talking about bath bombs yeah. but had we never had that com- had I, do you know like yeah it made me realize like oh yeah when am i actually alone with myself without any clothes on when it's cold yeah yeah, yeah. it's interesting um so yeah that like the film is in because of that it's in lots of different languages because it's you know across the world and lots of different bathing cultures so i've picked a segment that's in english just because we're only we've only got the audio yeah are you up for having a wee listen yeah yeah so this um this segment from the film is um set in new mexico and it's about uh, a mother's experience of having to get water to bathe her children what can i do what can where can i turn to to get water for my girls not just my twins but for all my kids it's a daily struggle every day when you have to haul water back and forth and it gets to me 735, girl. I pretty much just struggle. Not hot. No, it's not. Here, look like this. Yeah, it's still hot. Bathing my twins, it makes me feel sad. I always think to myself when I look at them as I'm bathing, there's got to be an easier way. People who have that luxury of having just to be able to turn on the faucet are very fortunate. If we should run out of water, then they don't take a bath. And we would have to wait until we get more water. This water here that they haul was contaminated with uranium. And uh, the mine has a whole lot to do with this contamination. It affected a woman that is pregnant too. It affected the uh, fetus, a child to be born. It affected the grandma that was trying to care for her 
husband and the uh, mama too. It affects you emotionally when you look at this place where at some time it was vibrant with young children playing in the arroyos and with no care in the world, just enjoying life. Not really have the sense that in the future they will be contaminated with this uranium. What a powerful segment of film. Yeah. I think um, checking our privilege <laughs> when it comes to water and using water and bathing, I mean, it makes me feel really ignorant, you know, to be talking about glittery bath bombs that I use whenever there are people who literally yeah. are hauling water so they can survive. We're so privileged. It's important, I think, to ground ourselves and be mindful. Yeah, maybe I need to bathe less, <laughs> you know, or just be more mindful of my choices, you know. And also, like, I suppose it's um, it's important that we do ask ourselves those questions and yeah. we do talk about it. And I'm really glad that that that, that film does it. Um, so really, I've, I'm very privileged to have been able to watch all the film in its entirety. And it's really, really powerful. Oh, so wow. Well done to the team, you know, that have made it. And I would really recommend anyone you know, who's interested in bathing or people. Actually, if you like people, watch the film. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> there's lots of amazing people in it and amazing stories. And so what, what happened in that, that there was the water systems were con- contaminated, yeah. so she had to travel to get water. Yeah, so she had to, she's having to haul water to her home and then boil it to be able on a to stove bathe with it. to be able to bathe her children. And if she can't go for the water, her children don't bathe. Yeah, and I just think it's so powerful when she says people who can just turn on the faucet. Yeah. You don't know how privileged you are. Um, yeah, and I think it's our responsibility as a, a company who, you know, water is so intrinsic in all the products that we sell. Not only mm. is it in them, but... All to of create our, them. To create them, all of our products To also. sustain your staff. Like, it is it is yeah. something you don't think about that you just have access to water. Yeah, there's so, I mean, there's some things that we're doing to, like be mindful of our water usage as a company like the green hub collect um the rainwater and like ar- around the the factory that they work in and they use that to wash all the black pots that are recycled oh, nice. um and like harajuku you know it's a, a they're utilizing technology there to um be able to demo products so that there's no water use so there's no water on the shop floor wow at the harajuku shop and then also if you're buying naked products, means they're self-preserving, which means that the, you know, the water system. Wa- oh yeah, of you course. know the products that you're using. What's going back into the into the water system? It means that there's less, there's no preservative. Yeah, the thinking about what I watched the um, thing on the news that was about biodegradable, like flushable wipes, like mm-hmm. cleaning wipes or whatever, and it was like they'd done it like two years before and put one in a bottle and it was still in there. My goodness, that's yeah. mad. Um, if if you want to know a bit more about uh, Lush and what we're doing with water, um, there's a really good article on our website written by Ben Davis, and it's a, it's titled World Water Day. Um, but I think it's just important to be mindful with our bathing and not take anything for granted, yeah. and be mindful with our privilege completely. Exactly. Um, and as I said, the the film will be available online to watch from the twenty first of June. Yeah. So you can just Google We the Bathers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought maybe next we would talk a bit about the first bath bomb shop. Oh. 
because that's mad. A whole shop that just sells bath bombs. Oh, I see. Not the first ever bath bomb shop. No, no, the no. First I mean, just, just yeah, bath that is, bomb. Isn't it wild to think that sometimes you're like, oh, I work for Lotion. People are like, oh, yeah. And then you're like, yeah, no, no. There's there's a building just with bath bombs in yeah. the world. It's amazing. And all the, so the Harajuku kind of range of bath bombs, mm-hmm. I suppose, they were invented and put into the Harajuku shop because Japan have this amazing love affair with bathing. It's uh kind of steeped in their like the history of their culture that bathing's quite a big important thing in Japan. Okay. Um and that's why they got the first bath bomb shop because they they love a bath. So some of the the bath bombs that are in Lush Harajuku are now slowly coming into different shops depending on the size of the shop where the shop is. So there's literally more bath bombs in our range than there have ever been. Ah. So with We the Bathers in mind and all the bath bombs in mind and Harajuku in mind. It's too much information. I can't process that. <laughs> <laughs> Which bath bomb do you think you are? Because this is a thing online. People are doing this at the minute. They're talking is about... Is it a trend? Yeah. Which Thanks lush, for letting me know. Which lush bath bomb are you? I have. To, I really like two of the bath bombs that we um, have. I like Big Blue because it's the best bath bomb in the world. In the world. Because um, of the sea thing. So I like that, that it's like seaweed, which is a bit gross, but also great. <laughs> the salt, which is also a bit gross, but great, used in cocktails. The sea, everyone loves the sea. I mean, one thing I just keep thinking about with bathing is, it's so nice that I just went on a beach holiday and was like around all my friends in swim in the sea mm-hmm. or like on the beach with swimwear on. Because it just kind of like removes this whole like body, com- this like unspoken body crap that everyone's thinking about and actually like when it comes down to being in the sea no one cares yeah we just don't i just literally don't want as many clothes on so that when i get out i'm not as wet for as long <laughs> science so that's grim. why i may be the big blue <laughs> yeah <laughs> logic your um, secret mermaid i also completely love the peach bath bomb i think it's like the best thing it's just the best it is literally like my favorite bath bomb i just like that it's like really pale in the water really subtle and I love emojis and I like communicating via them and I just think like it's nice when the tech world and the real world collide. I think my favourite bath product. Hey Nula, (laughs) which bath bomb would you be and why? This is your life. I wouldn't be a bath bomb. I I didn't even get, that was an option, I would have gone for that as an option. Think outside the box. I would be blue skies and fluffy white clouds, bubble bar. Reason being, you've thought about this. I really you? have. It means I can see it. It in means your face. stuff. It means stuff to me. I love that it's like it's grounding and earthy, but it's also about like having your head in the clouds and your creativity. So you're like grounded and present in this moment in the bath, but it also the scent evokes this idea of like wandering and dreaming and your head in the clouds and that's very Um, much who I am yeah that (laughs) as a person yeah that Um, makes absolute sense actually yeah and like just like cinnamon leaf and the patchouli it's just like I'm all about that all about that yeah that's so deep I just quite like the shape of the peach (laughs) (laughs) I'm a deep person you know I'm I've layers layers. I'm just so shallow (laughs) too shallow for a bath um I thought because we're thinking about like invention stories and the creation of products, mm. I've got a little clip for you. Oh. And it's uh, Jack C. 
and he's talking about the inspiration for the Harajuku bath bombs. Nice. Uh, it's a clip you can have a listen to. It's on Lush Player and it's from the Lush Showcase. So I thought I'd play us just a wee a segment of gorge, that. Gorge, gorge. <laughs> Jack, something that I really wanted to ask you about, and we'll give people a view of what's going on here, but is your actual making process, because I think that something people really love is that they can see the face on the side of a lot of your products, the person who's actually made it. Yeah. What's the process like? Um, it's very handmade. I mean, what's great, so I work in the lab and I'm making prototypes and we've got a great talented manufacturing team because I'm on my own in a lab coming up with one-off and then they've got to figure out how we're going to make thousands of these things and get them distributed across the world. So we have a good tight relationship where I'll be working on some products, the guys who manage the bath bomb factory, they'll come and work with me, they'll take them back and then it is literally all made by hand and, and you'll see later the customers are coming in loving getting a chance to just get hands on themselves and make some of these bath bombs but the whole process is again one of the reasons we can be fast we can be innovative we aren't stuck with a load of clunky machinery that's like or oh, it's not going to work for that new mold or that new idea we can just have an idea get our brains together think about how we're going to make it happen get handmade and do it and that do-it-yourself ethos is very much part of the company and I think that's another one of the reasons why you know the customer the clients if you like buy into it because they like that it's yeah. down to earth it's honest it's instant I think that's very true I think it gives us a bit of leeway when we're trying new ideas do they always work no they don't always work but what we're doing is we're trying things and we're coming up with different ideas than most of the other the rest of the industry and we're trying to solve problems and what's great about that is that it is very much that DIY feeling I think our customers are really hope I, I definitely feel motivated by our community and our customers because they feel like they're on the journey with us and we're figuring it out together and we're like oh getting excited about stuff and let's make a new product or try some ideas and yeah there's a definite DIY feel to the whole thing even in this global scale and we're talking about product here but Lush as a company attracts a lot of people from outside if you like people like myself you know why do I like Lush because of its ethical values non-animal testing because of the way it treats its staff and all of the people working through the supply chain and all the campaigning work that it yeah. does it's quite an extraordinary company in, at this point in the 21st century, isn't it, really? Yeah, it is exciting. You know, if I, when I was working on the Goddess bath bomb, um, you know, taking some inspiration from working with Ariana Grande and all these different things, one of the messages in there was about uh, women's rights. So when I worked on the bath bomb, I made sure we put in ingredients from the women's collectives that we support. So Shea Butter from Ghana, where we have a women's collective who are, who are hand grinding the beans, and uh, the Shea Butter beans, and then making that Shea Butter for us. And it's great to be able to think you can kind of get inspiration from ideas, but you can have a real world impact because we've got that network and we do have that ethical backbone that when you want to talk about a concept, it's not just a face value concept. So that was Jack Constantine. Um, talking about the inspiration for Harajuku bath bombs at the Lush Showcase. Nice. And it blew my mind because I always forget that every single product that we make is handmade. Yeah. And can I also just say, yes, Jack Constantine for the Goddess bath bomb. And the process of that, it's like, it you, oh, it's just so good. Like, you don't just have to stick feminism or like empowering women on the finished product and yeah. think that that's enough. Yeah. Like the fact that they thought back to make sure where they sourced their ingredients was empowering women so that the women in the baths were actually empowered and yeah. empowered. It's just, that's just so sound. Yeah. Well done, Jack. Woo. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it, it just, it blows my mind when you think about it. Like that attention to detail, you know? Yeah, the handmade thing's dead nice, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's lovely. It's happy people making happy soap. Woo. 
Have you ever made a bath bomb? I have. I well, not made, but I got to go to the factory and see products be made. made. Yep, and that's where I met Beryl. And who is Beryl? Who is Beryl? Bubbles Beryl is a legend. She works in the factory. She's known as being like just this like factory mum. She just loves everyone and is amazing. Um, and she's worked in lots of different parts of manufacturing. And there's a actually... Does she now work in Bubbles by any chance? She does. That's, <laughs> my, that's hence the name Bubbles Barrel. I feel like I'm just on a science roll today. <laughs> science with Olivia Graham. Um, so I thought because in that clip Jack talks about, you know, him inventing something and then passing it on to manufacturing, them having to work out the best way to make something in abundance. Yeah. Handmade still. Um, it would be really interesting to look at a clip that talks about the people behind the products yeah. a bit. Um, and we get to meet the lovely Beryl. She has worked for Lush for a very long time and there's a series called Meet the Makers and it's a little, it's a short like film about um, kind of a day in like Beryl's life and who Beryl is and what she does. So I thought we'd cut the audio from that and have a listen. Yeah. Here is Meet the Makers with Beryl and you can watch this on YouTube or on Lush Player. My official job title, hands on. <laughs> just get on and do it. I have no title whatsoever. I'm not team leader. I'm not. I'm just a member of staff. I do tend to be a bit of a mother hen, well, grandmother hen now, because um, a lot of the kids that come now are only the age of my eldest granddaughter. She's nearly 19. Um, and I think you you do have to care for the people because if you haven't got good people, you don't care for them. How can you run a decent firm? You know, to me, they make lush. The people that are in it make lush. Yes, the products are paramountly important, but the people that are making them, to me, are the more important. You're at work a long day, you know. And if it's if you can make somebody a little bit happier or make them smile or laugh. Yeah, go for it. Work is work, but you can still have a bit of fun as well. I do. <laughs> There's lumps in it. I'm going to have to put my hands in it, I'm afraid. Jackie. Oh, she's a lovely, lovely lady. Um, we're like, we hit off of each other with ideas and that. And she is a true friend. I can tell her anything, she can tell me anything. We've been friends for a good many years. I know what I've got to tell you. What? I'm Libby. What about her? <laughs> you know she dances? Yeah. She's only going to learn to be a fire breather. No, she is. <laughs> oh, she'll be terrified. And the one thing I won't do, no way, Jose, will I go and watch her. I'll be there with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> she's so funny. But she's very calm as well. Whereas I'm the, ah, and effing and jeffing sometimes, I must admit. One product, the um, Putty Holly, they had like a mould with a leaf shape indented in the plastic mould. There's three berries that go in and then you put the leaf on top. But it was so fiddly and it was taking so long, it, it, it was nonsensical. Well, we talked about, Jackie and I talked about it and we said it'd be much better with cutters. So they said about a cutter, which is the shape of the leaf. So you'd roll out your product on the board. You'd get your 
cutter and cut a leaf out and put it on top of the dome of the product. Then you'd put your three berries on. When we actually sort of like got it, we were dancing around the room, we danced into, <laughs> into bubbles going, yes, yes, and people are looking at us as if we had totally lost our marbles, which, yeah, probably have. Um, but, you know, it was a eureka moment, and to actually look at it and think, wow, that looks good. It, it, it makes you feel really good, it really does. my mate. I actually have Beryl's phone number. What? I know. I know. How cool. Because we chatted once about doing a podcast. Oh yeah. I would love to have her as a guest on a podcast. Oh. Um, they... How inspiring. Yeah. Like how inspiring someone that's just like, having that's, a nice time. It's literally the definition of happy people making happy soap. Yeah. And that's one thing that is so true about Lush. You bond these friendships that last you for life yeah like totally for life and it's really like she's so eloquent in how she says it like it's the people yeah and also the laughter you've got to have a laugh haven't you yeah and th like they literally their their job is they get to make all the bubbles and all the bath bombs and all that you know that's amazing it's basically like play-doh there's so when you Constantly walk in just uh, fulfilling the goals of an inner child <laughs> <laughs> well when you walk into the like into the the kind of bath like but if you walk into bubbles in manufacturing the color the smell that there's just always lots of people having a great time and it is so hands-on and i love that she's made like friends for life and from her job so yeah so the people behind the products are just as amazing as, as the, the products. products and it's yeah that's nice i like that that it's not these well it's obviously nice that people are much more adaptable than machinery but it's also just like a much more regenerative yeah <laughs> not sustainable but it's just a more regenerative way to exist because like use like replacing people with technology is a little bit scary yeah exactly like super scary like automation is like scary and it's really and yeah well it's it's also really cool that the the people that work there are intrinsic in the in the products existing like you know like jack in that clip talks about how you know they might invent something but it's the power of the people that work in manufacturing that actually make it possible yeah you know that make it deliverable and make it happen and it means that your company becomes you know ran by this wide network of people that you need so that you can never replace them with technology because it's the intelligence yeah. and the creativity behind the people in the business that are able to make stuff happen it's so exciting and I, can we get Beryl on the podcast? Yeah, let's start a campaign. <laughs> let's go on strike until it happens. <laughs> Beryl, expect a phone call. Um, From Nula, whose number you probably didn't save. <laughs> Thanks, Olivia. Sorry, no. I thought we'd end our podcast on something really fun. Which I'm a fun <laughs> terrifies person. me more than hey! computers taking over the world. So I thought bathing, baths, Shires, products, fun times. Let's have a quiz. Oh, yes. But is it about science? Because I don't know if you've noticed <laughs> that is my new area of expertise. Uh, it's not. So it's yeah. not a question answer quiz. No, is it a true or false quiz? It's not a true or false quiz. No. I'm going to. So I've picked a selection. I'm going to ruin your life. I'm going to ruin your life. I've picked a selection of products that we sell as Lush. Okay. 
and I don't know if people know this but a lot of our products are inspired by like things in the arts like stories or paintings or pictures or films lots of cool stuff a lot of the (laughs) names are inspired by lots of cool stuff so I've picked some products and I'm going to sing songs at you that are related to the product now they didn't necessarily inspire the product I'm going to encourage the listeners at home to play Play you know if you're on the bus or if you're walking down the street I want you to shout out loud the name of the product as soon as you get it so here's the first one okay Boulet, Boucher, Moulin Rouge. Avec moi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, hang uh, on. Second, okay. second oh, clue, second clue. Women are girls. Rule my world. I said they rule my world. Act your age, mama. Not your shoe size. Prince? Yes. So think about okay. those two songs. Prince. <laughs> think about those two songs. Moulin Rouge, Prince. The bath bomb. <laughs> <laughs> it was in French. <laughs> what? Kiss! French kiss! Yes! Yes. So, okay. so do you get it? Do you get the game? Yeah, I... Okay. I think I got... Well, I got the answer. Well, you got the answer. Yeah. You got there eventually. Okay. Um, so the second How did one... everyone do it at home? <laughs> Great. Ten points for Gryffindor. Um, so the second <laughs> Ten one... points for Ten Gryffindor. Ten points for Gryffindor. So this is the second one. This one's much easier. I think you'll get this real quick. Easier than... Oh, because... Oh, no, that one was hard. I thought you were going to... Okay. This one's much easier. Get your head in the game. Okay, already. I'm in. I'm okay. so in the game. Wanna get naughty. Wanna get a little ball. Dirty. Dirty. Dirty what? Spring wash. There we go. Shower gel. Bam. See where I'm at? Yeah. Right, okay. Third one. The seaweed is always greener <laughs> in somebody else's lake. You dream about going <laughs> up the I'm blue. da ba dee da ba die And da ba dee da ba die da da dee da ba die Big blue. See? <laughs> the best bath bomb how much fun is this uh i think you're having more fun yeah i definitely am it's always um if anyone if any of the listeners like i feel so under pressure if anyone out there that listens to this podcast wants to ring me and we can just do this as like a thing (laughs) i'm so happy to do that this is legit probably the best thing i've ever had to do in my job um as always olivia thank you so much thank you so much i've honestly had the giggles (laughs) So yeah, thank you so much, Olivia. Um, get on uh, hashtag We the Bathers, listeners, and share your bathing thoughts, experiences, routines, tips, and tricks with us. Um, look after yourself. Yeah, be lovely drink, and drink, kind. Drink water and eat your greens, and don't let people be mean to you. No, and b- treat yourself. Be kind and mindful. Give yourself the things you need. Also, little kind of segue. Download the Lush Labs app because on it is the new Lush Lens, which is available yes. for Apple and Android. And it's a new way of, um, like, when you're in the shop, distinguishing what products are. So we don't need, um, like, signage in our shops. So you can just scan the product and it tells you all the info about it or just chat to a lovely sales assistant. Also. And we've got the um, we've got them in Liverpool on the phones. Amazing. Um, you can download it from wherever you download your apps from treat each other with kindness and be great and as always you can any thoughts queries questions you can give me an email at <laughs> nula.davies at lush.co.uk i'm laughing because i just really hope that people email you to play this game how can people get in touch with you oh olivia.graham at lush.co.uk amazing and on that note listeners thank you so much thank for tuning into the lush podcast and we will catch you next time big love Bye-bye. 
You've been listening to The Lush Podcast with me, Nilla Davies, and co-host Olivia Graham. Today's episode was edited by Elise McKenna with music by the Fresh Handmade Collective. For more information on today's episode, you can check out the links in the description below. And to find more podcasts by Lush, please download the free Lush Player app, available for both Apple and Android. Thank <music> you.